I'm Andy Otto. It's the 2nd of September, and this is Thought Press. We focus today on the devastation of Hurricane Katrina, which ripped through the southern U.S., causing flooding and damage across several states. My fear is that when water recedes, we will find that those people who were not agile enough to escape in that fashion drowned in their homes. After being flooded with meters of water, the city of New Orleans is being evacuated. Still, lack of food and water has caused looting and theft. Reports say thousands could be dead, and it will be months before any assessment can be made. We examine the rescue efforts, hear comments from officials about the damage, and tell you how you can help with the relief effort. Katrina has also affected gas prices, as cost for a gallon of gas has gone above $3 in some places. We'll tell you why. As the federal government coordinates a response, we take a look at the worst natural disaster in United States history. I'm Andy Otto. These stories are next. I'm Andy Otto. Welcome to this special Thought Press, where today we provide you with stories and details about Hurricane Katrina. Thanks for listening. Your feedback is important. You can let us know what you think anytime by emailing us at thoughtpress at gmail.com. You can also call our listener line at 206-33-THINK. That's 206-338-4465. Also, you'll want to head to our website. We have various links relating to Hurricane Katrina, which we will mention in a moment. This Thought Press covers the many facets of Hurricane Katrina disaster that, on Monday the 29th, cut a path of destruction over much of southern United States, just off the Gulf Coast. Now, the city of New Orleans is underwater, and hundreds, possibly thousands, are dead, and it may be weeks before power can be restored. Damage of southern oil refineries have put the price of fuel and gasoline at record-shattering costs. This has been called the worst natural disaster in U.S. history. For the last week, Google's top eight search queries had something to do with Hurricane Katrina. We begin with New Orleans, a city which sits below sea level and below a lake and the Mississippi River. The city is surrounded by levees constructed in the 19th century. The force of the hurricane breached these, causing much of the city to flood with water meters high. Rescue efforts are difficult and family cannot contact loved ones. Moon Griffin is a radio talk show host in Louisiana. There's no cleanup in New Orleans, and, and the reason for that is the water. It was below sea level, and it is pouring in. So actually, the last, yesterday and today is probably going to be worse than an actual hurricane that came in. And the reason for that is they can't stop the water from coming in. It's a natural place to come in, and what uh, we feared for 50 or 60 years is now taking place. Governor Kathleen Blanco has called in the military to help with evacuation. The Pentagon is sending in dozens of ships and additional troops. Mississippi Governor Haley Barber flew over the area and says the picture is devastating. And if you fly over in a helicopter, you can't see any asphalt because the streets are covered with lumber and shingles and furniture. Estimates say 90% of the buildings and homes are gone. Food and water is running short, causing many to loot shops, and the criminals are armed. One policeman was wounded when he tried to prevent looting. Other reports have said shots were fired at armed men sealing rescue vehicles. U.S. Senator Mary Landrieu. Nothing will suspend the evacuation effort. Nothing will stop the United States military and the, all the federal, state, and local assets from getting through this operation. It is said it could take weeks to evacuate everyone and months to restore any utilities and assess damage. People are being airlifted out or rescued by boat. 
It's a slow process, and since the city is below sea level by about three meters, the water will have to be pumped out into the Gulf of Mexico. Woody Gagliano, president of Coastal Environments, paints a gruesome picture of the reality of the loss of human life. People have been forced into their attics, and have had to cut escape hatches in the roofs to reach the top, where they're being rescued by boats and, and helicopters. My fear is that when the water recedes, we will find that those people who were not agile enough to escape in that fashion drowned in their homes. President Bush cut short his vacation and returned to Washington to coordinate the federal response. He will be flying over the affected areas of the South, and in the meantime, he asks Americans to help out and conserve gasoline. In the days ahead, the former presidents will ask Americans to open their hearts and their wallets to help those in need. In our judgment, we view uh, this storm as a temporary disruption that is being addressed by the government and by the private sector. The White House calls this an incident of national significance. The damage is estimated to be as much as $25 billion in losses. This makes it the most expensive and worst natural disaster in U.S. history. Meanwhile, the world has responded in a way that gives an eerie reminder of the Asian tsunami earlier this year. Queen Elizabeth has expressed her sorrow, and so has Pope Benedict, who said victims and rescue workers will be in his prayers. Saudi King Abdullah called President Bush, while French President Jacques Chirac sent a letter to Dear George. Vladimir Putin said Russia is ready for any required assistance, and Venezuela offered fuel and humanitarian aid. Michael Sullivan continues our coverage and finds that Americans, too, have opened up their hearts and their wallets to help. An official of the American Red Cross says he has never seen anything like the outpouring of charity. Money is being collected at Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles, where people like this woman drive by with a donation. I've been watching it on the news all morning, so I thought if I could come down and help before I go to work. The National Basketball Players Association is collecting food, clothing, and supplies for areas hit by the storm. A team of the National Basketball Association, the Hornets, plays in stricken New Orleans. Red Cross officials say contributions from around the United States totaled $20 million early Wednesday. Los Angeles Red Cross spokesman Nick Samaniego says others helped his city after a 1994 earthquake and a more recent series of wildfires. He says now the help is flowing in the other direction. Food, shelter, drinking water are the basic needs that right now we're providing for these people. So these are our neighbors that came to our need during the Northridge quake and the wildfires. And if we can lend a hand to them, let's do it. The retailer Walmart has pledged $1 million to another charity, the Salvation Army. Companies from the energy company Exxon to drug maker Eli Lilly have promised contributions to the relief effort. Michigan's largest utility, DTE Energy Company, has sent 100 trucks to Mississippi and Louisiana to help restore electric power. And a 28-member search and rescue team from Tacoma, Washington, is also headed there with truckloads of supplies. If you would like to donate to the victims of Hurricane Katrina through the Red Cross Disaster Relief Fund, either go to redcross.org or head to our website, thoughtpress.blogspot.com, and click Donate Now under this podcast posting. There will also be a link on the right of the page. The Red Cross, at last check, has raised more than $19 million. If you would like to donate by phone, call 1-800-HELP-NOW.
Well, as many as many of you know, prices for gasoline has leaped up over the past few days. In fact, stations are running out of fuel completely. Why? The Gulf Coast refineries and pipelines hit by Katrina put a hold on gasoline getting to retailers. Overnight, gas stations around the country hiked their prices 50 cents or more per gallon, many well over $3. The national average on Thursday was 2.68 for a gallon of regular. Boston was only two cents higher, and New York City is up to 2.78 a gallon. But that doesn't mean you won't find increases by the hour. Where I live, outside of Boston, an Exxon shows 3.35, while a mobile across the street is 2.89. What's it like where you are? Email us your stories at thoughtpress at gmail.com or call 206-338-4465. We have a bunch of links on our site for you. Head to thoughtpress.blogspot.com to find out the current average price for gas nationally and in your area. There's also a link where you can find out where the cheapest places for gas are around you. It's updated hourly. Again, if you'd like to donate to the Red Cross Relief Fund, go to redcross.org or head to our website, thoughtpress.blogspot.com, for a direct link. If you'd like to see the destruction left in the South, we have a few minutes of amateur video taken in parts of New Orleans. At our website, you can download the video. You can then react by posting a comment, emailing us, or calling. I'm Andy Otto, and you've just been listening to Thought Press. You may follow up with links or stories mentioned on this program through our website, thoughtpress.blogspot.com. If you have suggestions or comments or would like to be heard on Thought Press, call us at 206-33-THINK or email thoughtpress at gmail.com. Our number again is 206-338-4465. Our audio is hosted by archive.org and select content is provided by Voice of America. Don't forget to visit our website, thoughtpress.blogspot.com. Thanks.